I'm too, too stiff usually. I'm too stiff usually. I look funny. Good evening, Lake Church. How's everybody doing? Praise the Lord. Are you excited to be in God's house tonight? Hallelujah. Looking forward to what God has in store. We're just going to go ahead and get started. Let's give a a warm welcome to our online people. Amen. Glad to have you with us tonight. Praise the Lord. We do have some announcements, some things coming up. I hope you're excited. we got the 4th of July coming soon. Amen. It'll be a good time, a good celebration. But uh, we have Train Bible College is uh, now open for enrollment. Classes start August 8th, so make sure you get signed up for it. I promise you, you will uh, definitely be blessed from it. You'll learn just a whole lot, and uh, you'll be able to use that out there in the world. Amen? Also, don't forget the Dominican Republican Fireworks uh, fundraiser we're doing. The tents outside, you can see them out there. Buy your fireworks here. Amen? We'll help support the youth and help support the ladies to go to the Dominican Republic. And also, God on film. Amen. It kicks off this Sunday, the 3rd of July. Amen. We will only be having one service, and that'll be the 9 a.m. service. So if you come later than that, you're going to miss out. Amen. There won't be nobody here. I guess there'll be some people out there in the tent selling fireworks, but that'd be about it. Praise the Lord. Also, we got uh, our ways to give. I know you're excited to give, right? Amen. Hallelujah. Um, we got our envelopes and the seat backs in front of you. Also, you can go online to our text to give, uh, or you can do uh, at lake-church.com. And uh, I'm old school. I like to put it in the envelope, but, you know, sometimes, you know, uh, I'm just not very tech savvy, but praise the Lord, some of you are. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, praise the Lord. I'm going to go ahead and pray over the offering. If you, you have offering, the bucket will be in the back. You can go back there and put your offering back there uh, when you leave or, or when you go out to get a drink or whatever you do. Amen. And we're just going to go ahead and get started. Heavenly Father, I just thank you, Lord, for an opportunity to be in your house. I pray that you bless the gift and the giver. Multiply and meet the needs, Father God, for the church. Father God, for your kingdom, Lord, we just give you glory. We give you honor. We give you praise in Jesus' name. And I'm going to turn it over to Pastor Greg. Amen. Hallelujah. Good evening, Lake Church. Hallelujah. Well, we are going into our summer season, and the summer season is always about camps and missions. Amen? And it's not that we don't do missions all year round. It's just simply there's an emphasis because people can take vacation and go on mission trips, and so we're very excited. We had a wonderful camp season in which we saw, uh, and the first camp that we had was our youth camp, and we had over 74 kids there. So there was uh, probably close to 100 people at the campsite at any given day. And uh, it was a baptism by fire as they dealt with a lot of different issues and a lot of different things in people's lives. But many gave their heart to the Lord and received the baptism of the Holy Spirit and were forever altered and changed by the gospel message. Amen. And then we had our uh, children's camp, which we had about 24 that were at the children's camp. It was a wonderful camp. 
and uh, just really um, pleasant and, and, and fruitful. And then we had our junior high camp at the end. Uh, I believe we had 39 to 42 of our junior high kids that were there. And it was wonderful, powerful time. We're going to be doing water baptism. You're going to see a lot of people getting baptized, and I always enjoy that. Amen? But uh, now we're going into the phase in which we're doing missions. And one of the doors of opportunity that the Lord has given us is really mainly two areas around the world. Uh, of course, we have um, people that are asking for us to come all over the world. In fact, uh, Pakistan has been one of the main ones that... Uh, wants us to come out, but uh, we're kind of praying about that, of course. Uh, but it's the Philippines, and uh, it is the Dominican Republic. And so right now, tomorrow morning, early tomorrow morning, Bob and Caleb Klein are going to be venturing out to prepare for the ladies coming in on Wednesday, next Wednesday, which we've got about 29 ladies going to the Dominican Republic to uh, basically uh, converge upon three different areas in that nation to do a women's conference. And so this is vital. This is something that was greatly missing, you know, in that nation. And uh, praise God, we've been able to uh, pave new roads and be trailblazers in this area. So very grateful for that. But Bob is going to be ministering to anywhere from two to 400 pastors leaders in the nation in a men's retreat that is at a camp that I had the privilege of speaking to. Bob and I went there, and we, we spoke there as well. And so we want to pray protection over all. In fact, we, we will pray over the ladies probably Sunday, but we're going to pray over Bob and Caleb tonight. Amen? So I'm going to have Bob and Caleb come up here and uh, grateful for the impact and impartation that they are going to bring to the nation and to the leadership of that nation because that's what we want to do. We want to create indigenous church work, and that means that we empower the people in the nation. We don't make them dependent on us. We empower them with the tools that they need to reach their own people, and so that's vital and important to us. So if you would, stretch your hands out, and we're going to pray a hedge of protection over them, that they're going to arrive safely, that they're going to travel throughout the land safely, and that they're going to come back to us safe. Amen? Thank you, Father God. I just thank you for these two men that are taking of their time to go and do the Great Commission in the land of the Dominican Republic. So right now, I just pray protection. I call every, every, every vehicle into the ministry right now, every plane, Every car, every jeepney, uh, four-wheeler, whatever they find themselves on, I thank you that angelic protection is on them in the name of Jesus. And I just thank you, Father God, for supernatural empowerment to preach the gospel, unction from the Holy One, and dynamic moves of the Spirit of God. I just thank you that these pastors are going to be transformed and they're going to be changed in Jesus' name. I thank you for the purchase of the new van for the ministry there in the Dominican Republic. And I declare in the name of Jesus that it will be sound, that there will be no complications and no problems with it in the name of Jesus. And we just thank you, Father God. 
We cover them with the blood of Jesus. We surround them with the angels of God. And we thank you that they will return back with a good report in the name of Jesus. And everyone that agrees with that prayer, say amen. amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. I love you. We'll see you. Okay, all right. Buzz me in the morning. Amen. Well, it's a great privilege to have Jeff Craig minister the word tonight. So give him a warm welcome as he comes up. Go there. Hallelujah. Well, let's stand, if you would, please, and let's just uh, uh, prepare the way for the coming of the Lord tonight. Come on, Father, we just want to thank you this night. We thank you for your power. We thank you for your presence. Holy Spirit, we we just lean upon you tonight. We ask that you open the eyes of your people tonight, Father God. Father, just allow the presence of the Holy Spirit to draw them into a deeper relationship with you tonight. Romo, come on, let's pray in the Spirit. We thank you today. We thank you today for your move that's going to happen as you begin to flow. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise tonight. In Jesus' name and everyone that's good ground said, amen. You may be seated tonight. You know, as I was meditating on what the Lord would bring tonight, you know, I want you to get this in your heart and in the will of the Lord. How many understand that you know that you are blessed to be at Lake Church? I think you can do better there. How many know that you're blessed to be at Lake Church? And, and, and the, the Spirit of the Lord is wanting to take the body to a deeper area. Now, let me just give clarity of what I'm talking about. You know, when we begin to come into this house, what we need to understand and realize that, you know, we're so blessed to see the vision that God's placed within the leadership to move to the plateau of what's going on in the body. How many agree? And what I want you to begin to get a hold of and understand tonight is it's, it's a deeper dimension to begin to minister to the Lord because so many times what we tend to do in the walk of what we do is we're going to the Lord and we already have an agenda that's set before him that what we want, what we need, what we're looking for in our families. So this level I'm talking about, it's a different level. What I mean is when you start coming to services and you begin to minister to the Lord, what you're doing is you're taking the time, you're lifting your voice, you're just saying, God, I want to thank you so much for what you've done in the house because we're so blessed, we're so honored, we're so thankful that you placed us in this place, okay? So again, so many times we're, we're... trying to ask God for something. Well, I'm talking about taking it to a deeper dimension because how many understand that God's blessed us with new buildings? All right. How many know that the Lord needs to get praise? Come on, you can do better than that. How many know the Lord needs to get praised? So again, there's a deeper dimension of ministering to the Lord. What, what ministering to the Lord does, and this is the neat thing about it, and we'll go into it deeper. Whenever I've learned to minister to the Lord, I get promptings of the Spirit to speak to me. All right? 
And you need to have promptings of the Spirit to speak to you, to get rhema words so that we can go to another plateau, another level along the way. So many times, don't get me wrong, it's okay to ask God for, for things in our life and believe God, but there's sometimes you just need to stop, come into worship, and you just need to minister. I come to pour my heart out to go deeper because I believe the Spirit of God wants to take every one of us to a deeper plateau. Do you realize when we leave this place, as we get into the word tonight, that there are going to be more opportunities in heaven that we're going to minister to the Lord. I don't want to be taught how to minister to the Lord. I want to experience ministry to the Lord down here on this earth. And what you learn to do is when the things around you, I mean, think about the vision of what God's done in the house. It's not over with. There's more things to begin to do. And again, there's more people to love. Amen. There's more people to grow. Amen. There's more people to disciple. So wherever you're at in this area of what God's doing is you need to minister unto the Lord so that you can move from where you're at and go in deeper. How many is thankful for the padded chairs? I know sometimes we just don't think it's that important, but I'm telling you, you're blessed. You know, sometimes I know it, it might get cold in here, but praise God, you got AC. You see what I'm saying? There's some areas that what we tend to do is we forget these things of what God's already ministered to us because of the leadership of what God's poured into for the region that we're at. So I think it's time that we begin to realize how much more we need to minister. I mean, you think about what the children, think about the camp, think about all these areas. How many think that God needs to be ministered to to thank him for what he's doing? And that takes you taking time. That's you. See, because tonight I want you to understand that again, spiritual things never fade or grow old. Never fade or grow old. You know, think about this. I remember when I was born again at 12 years old. I, I was born again in a synagogue church in Cahokia, Illinois. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost. And I tell you, I can still remember. I can still experience that. How many understand that there's times that you need to begin to go back where you came from and you need to minister to the Lord, but what he's done for you, where you've come from, where you're at right now, and you need to give him glory and minister unto him. All right, so when you begin to come in the atmosphere of, of ministering to the Lord, it's a whole different atmosphere. It's just not coming into the house of God and singing a song and going, man, I, I did my portion. No, God wants more of your heart than what sometimes we want to give him. And I, it, how many would love to see a greater move of God? Amen. Boy, that was weak. How many want to see a greater move of God? That means that he's got to have more of your heart. How much portion do you want to give him? Ladies and gentlemen, you know, we have nothing to live for except for to live the fullness of what God wants. So again, is as you begin to grow, as you begin to go into different levels, you're going to be having some areas. You're going to be tested. There's going to be some areas your flesh is going to say, mm, I'm checking out. Come on. 
But what you have to learn to do is you got to learn to press through. You got to realize because see what's going to happen tonight is going to affect eternity forever. Do you realize the word of God is never going to stop moving tonight? The word that's being brought forth will go on and on and on and on and will always be moving because that's what the spirit of God does. And we get to be a part of what's going on. You know, we talk about this forever. We talk about what, what God wants to do. See, there will never be a time like this ever again with the people that are here tonight. When this night is over, that season, that time's done. And I think so many times when we come into the local church that, you know, we want to satisfy God. We want to be pleasing to God. But I think there's areas that every one of us need to go to a deeper dimension and begin to search our hearts. And that's one thing that the Spirit of God's really been speaking to me is, is Lord, help me see what I need to see for your people. It's a different mindset. Because a lot of times we come into the house of the Lord and we want to say, God, you need to speak to me. You need to speak to me. And realize when we're in Christ, our responsibility is what are we going to do to help our brothers and sisters begin to see and hear more of what God wants to do? So again, we've got to begin to put our flesh down. And how many understand when we begin to minister unto the Lord, it's not about your flesh. It's about basically you sacrificing your flesh so that the spirit of the Lord can move in greater dimension. Go with me, if you would, please, to uh, Acts chapter 13. And I want you to see, uh, again, what Paul was writing here in the context of what was going on in Acts chapter 13. He says, And as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, Separate me, Barnabas and Paul, for the work whereunto I have called them. Now, no matter where you're at in the body of Christ, I want you to understand, you might be on the back seat spiritually, all right? You might be checking things out along the way. But I want to tell you, if you hang around the camp long enough, what's going to happen is God's going to move on your heart and God's going to say, I want more of your heart. So you need to move up a few more seats, move up a few more seats, and you need to begin to answer the call of God. And as you begin to do that, you'll want you to see that when they ministered to the Lord, in other words, a minister is someone that's attending to somebody else stuff. How many's ever been to a restaurant and if you have a good server, a good person, a waiter comes along, their job is to wait on you and to serve you and to get things to you on time. Come on. All right. You never, you never come in to a restaurant, and, and uh, there was an experience one time that a friend of mine told me about. He said they had went into one restaurant to go eat, and uh, there was an older lady there that was the owner of the restaurant, and, and she was real busy, and, and she come in, and, and she got everybody water real quick, and one of the guys said, ma'am, I don't need any water. He said, oh, yeah, you need water because I'm not coming back over here to give you water later on. 
And then a younger lady come over there and said, I'm so sorry about mom. She just, she don't want to make time for anything else. She just wants to make sure you're taken care of and done. I'm just sorry that she has to be that way. But how many know sometimes we come into the house of the Lord and we want God to do something for us and we sort of get a little bit bossy about what we need. And what we need to understand is I found out that along the way that if we'll learn to minister to him, all right, when I say minister to him, you know, we come into his presence. What do you mean by coming into your presence? I believe it's very important to pray in the spirit. I think it's a good thing. But I also think it's, it's a good thing to praise him. You know, not rub the, the Bible lamp and say, Jeannie, come on, get out of that book and show up. Come on, you, I'm, I'm being serious. You know, remember, God does more things for people with the heart than anything else. How many ever cried out to God and God met you? And see, we're being prepared. As we begin to see in the scriptures as we go on, you know, we're going to be waiting on the Lord. We're going to be ministering to him. And I think it's very crucial. Again, I want you to go back and think about it. How many are thankful for the vision of the house? So when you come to a service, I think it's very, very crucial that you come in and you minister to God and say, God, I just want to thank you for what you've been pouring out through this place. I want to thank you for the provision of what you, oh, I just want to minister to you, Lord. I, and you know what? You can fast something as they begin to minister and fast. I want you to see that the Holy Spirit begin to speak. All right. So again, I've seen God minister to me. I've seen God speak to me during worship time. I mean, because again, what am I doing? I'm yielding my heart and crucifying my flesh. And that's a discipline that the body of believers that should walk in every, every time they have opportunity. How many understand, again, when we come to the house of the Lord and we get the privilege of ministering to the Lord? Come on. We get the privilege of ministering to him. There are things, guys, gals, you can't fix. But he can. And thank God he's faithful. I said, thank God he's faithful. I said, thank God he's faithful. So you, do you understand so many times we, we forget the benefit of of. You know, I know the ministers, we don't forget how we started and where we came from. And so many times when new people come to the body of Christ, they're like, man, you guys got it made. And, and sometimes you guys don't have a clue of the sacrifices that was made for the hand of God to flow through the servants of God. You guys get to reap the benefit of the labor of what the servants of God have had cried out and walked through and pressed in and pressed through and attack after attack. And again, that's why it's very crucial. Man, when you come into the house of the Lord, don't, don't bring a song. Please don't, don't grieve the Holy Spirit. You come in and you minister to him like you just came out of death row and like you're just coming in to say, man, I just want to praise God for the word that comes from the house. I just want to thank God, Lord, that, you know, we're having the greatest move of God that we've ever had before. And Father, you can start with me first. Are you out here? 
So again, we got to look at this, you know. We don't come in and tell God what to do. Come on. We come in, and we come in, and we just want to minister to him because, you know, he's going to speak different things to each and every one. You know, again, the vision of the house. How many's thankful for the vision of the house that's here? Come on, help me out. How many's thankful for the vision of the house? See, you ought to be excited about the vision of the house. You ought to be excited about the leadership of where they're going and what they're doing. See, when you have the right heart and God ministers to your heart, what happens is you are yielded to the vision of what God wants in the house, not resistant to the vision. And that's how people get touched. That's how people grow out of where they've come from. Because remember, we all come in with the carnality. And what happens is the leaders bring the fresh manna from heaven and it deals with your flesh. And the first thing that happens is, is the flesh wants to rise up and say, hmm, that's good, but it's a little bit too much for me. But you know why that happens? Because God's trying to bring you into a place where he could minister greater and so that you could minister greater to him. You know, it's funny how you, when you begin to get older, you realize is, man, time just goes by fast. And, and one day we're going to be with him forever. Do you realize that one day we're going to leave this earth and we're going to be with him forever? I don't know if you think about it, but I'm, I've been thinking about it. Not that I'm leaving. I'm just saying is I've been meditating on it. You know, I, I, I want to know how he thinks. I want to know how heaven's set up. I want to know, Lord, what, what are you going to do? What, what do you want done? You know, and again, the thing is that he wants you to please him. Okay? And I found out when you allow him to touch you, Things begin to happen. Things begin to flow. Are you with me? See, amazing things happen when a heartfelt praise shows up. You know, the neatest thing about being a leader is when you get on fire, we can sit back and go, man, we know that's God. We know that's God. Because when God touches a man or a woman's heart, it's hard to put it out. Right? I mean, you're coming to the table and you're going, there's got to be more. What is it? What do what I need to do? How do I need to do this? Because what happens is you move from glory to glory to go to deeper dimensions. So again, I want you to see this area that we're supposed to minister to him. And, and then as they fasted, you know, again, and I look at fasting a little bit different. Do you know you can fast your favorite TV show? You can, you can fast intimacy in a relationship. It'd be a good idea to speak to them about it. But I'm just saying, there's areas that you can begin to talk to people, you know, and realize that I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to back away from, I'm not going to eat chocolate no more for a week, or I'm, I'm, I'm going to do, I'm not going to drink coffee, or, or I'm not, there's things that you can fast and spend time with the word. And what's that do with you? What that does is that puts the flesh down so that the spirit can be more aware of what the surroundings need to happen. Okay? And now I want you to think about this. Couldn't you imagine a church of people that ministered effectively to the Lord, fasting, 
You say, because, you know, most of the time we, we, we only really minister to the Lord or fast when we're really in a crisis situation. That shouldn't be the way of the believer. That should be an area. What, what if the women said, I'm going to fast because I just want every blind spot in my relationship with my husband. I want God to make sure that the light always shines. Are you seeing the different thinking? See, we wait until we have a crisis or something's manifested before, you know, what about you, gentlemen? Uh, I mean, you know, there's things that they're going in jobs. Are you, you can fast. You can begin to, you know, spend some sacred time with the Lord and say, Lord, I just want to minister to you that you're going to speak to them at the right time. You're, you're going to help them. You're going to strengthen them. You're, you know, no spirit of infirmity is going to come on them. Are you seeing there's some areas that we need to understand? Also, as you begin to minister unto the Lord, Lord and fast, the Holy Spirit will give revelation and speak to you. I've had the Spirit of God speak to me at times when I'm just worshiping, minding my own business. Because remember, He's always wanting to pour His life through you to affect His other son or His other daughter. But a lot of times when we come to the house, we're only focused on what that minister can give me. Come on, are you out here tonight? And there's more to what God wants to give you so that you can give to somebody else. Are you with me tonight? So again, we've got to see this. God wants to move through you. The Father, he wants to flow through you. You know, my question I ask you tonight is, you know, what do you think God wants you to do? We're born again, right? How many glad we're born again? Man, we're going to heaven. Don't get in my way, I'm going. Right? But what about in between now? You know, the Bible says we're supposed to occupy until he comes. What does that mean to you? What does that mean to you? When the vision of the house is always to build People, okay, that means all walks of life. That means that, guess what? When you get your house in order and God's dealing with you in the right direction, what does that mean to you? What is God going to speak to you that you need to do? He's always going to call you to do something that's not comfortable, right? That's not necessarily the norm for you. Because he always uses people wherever they've come out to help minister to somebody else so they can go further, so they can go farther. And again, we're going to begin to do more of this as we begin to get closer to heaven. When we get to heaven, man, I'm telling you what, we're going to have to minister to the Lord. I don't want to wait and have to be taught with a group of people to the side and going, what do you mean? I mean, there's, we've come from all different areas of, of worship in churches. And some of us, you know, we've sung songs. How many have been in churches where we sung songs? We talked about how good he is. I don't want to talk about how good he is. I want to experience his glory now. Anybody with me tonight? So again is the spirit of the Lord saying, where's your heart? We know we have to live life. We know we have to do things. But again, where is your heart when it comes to the things of ministering unto the Lord? You shouldn't have to be stirred by any worship leader. 
You ought to be worshiping when you get home. Get ready, get ready, get ready, and come experience him. That means what's going to have to happen is you're going to have to be ministered to him somewhere else before you get here. You know, I was talking to one of the guests that came in, and, and he said, man, I'll tell you what, you guys got it going there at Lake Church. That, that's a plug for you guys. That means, that means that you guys, you know, the house is, is complying with what the Spirit's wanting done. And so what happens is when people come in that come from dysfunctional churches and things aren't happening, that means that we're headed in the right direction so that the Spirit of God can make sure. Because remember, every time there's an altar call, every time the, there's, there's a decision made, you guys had a part in it. Did you know that? You had a part in it. Now, see, when you're saved, it's no big deal for you because you already got it. But see, we ought to be yearning and we ought to be excited and we ought to be saying, Lord, I can't wait. I can't wait when they give that altar call. I can't wait for someone to get healed. I can't wait for someone to get saved. I can't, Lord, I'm just going to minister to you. I want to thank you. I want to thank you in advance that there's a move in the kids. I want to thank you for advance. There's a move in the teenagers. I, I, right now, the teenagers are being ministered to you. Has anybody thought about, Lord, just pour your spirit out while them speakers of them youth workers are over there moving? You see it again. If we're not careful, we come to the house of the Lord and we're only thinking about what I'm going to get. And we've got to shift our mind because we want the spirit of God to minister and flow. And I think it's important that what we have to learn to do is so the spirit of God. Because remember, amazing things happen when we depend on him, isn't it? It's amazing thinking of what God's done here at 48 and 51 over the years. Amazing. All because of one man and one woman's obedience to step out. And God ordained you at such a time as this to be a part of what's going on. Are you seeing that? And just because you've been taught out of some things. Now what you have to learn to do is it's time for you to step up and cry out and say, God, I'm not satisfied where I'm at. Will you please take my heart and begin to massage my heart? Because remember, he said, he's the potter. I mean, you're, you're the clay and he's the potter and he's trying to mold you in the image of what he wants. And, and I just prayed this Tonight, that everyone in sound of my voice and those that are tuning in online, I just pray that your heart is, is yearning to help minister to the Lord more effectively. And I want that, that word to be just dominant in your heart and in your life. Why? Because God wants to move in greater measure. How many understand that, you know what, you can give something to God. Do you know God loves it when you give your heart to him? No, I'm, I, some of you don't even understand. God loves it when you love and pour your heart out to him. He loves it. And I think sometimes if we're not careful, we just live life. And then whenever Sunday comes around, oh, that's right. Got to go to church. That's what I do. No, no, no. You're missing it. 
It needs to be a Monday church, a Tuesday church, a Wednesday church, a Thursday church, a Friday church, a Saturday church, and then the hype of it is God's going to move on that Sunday or that Wednesday. Anybody looking for the, the, the Spirit of God to move when you come to service? Just a handful of you. Are you seeing how you can stir greater? You know, I mean, it's like you're going to have a guest come to the house. What do you do? Well, we got to clean. We got to put the laundry up. We got, we got to dust. We got to make sure everything's in order. Come on. How many know that when we come to the house of the Lord, if we get ready, we can go, man, we're going to see someone born again. Come on. Come on. It don't matter. It's summertime. It doesn't matter. How many know there's hungry people everywhere that's looking for something to change in their life because they're not satisfied with living life? And I think what we need to learn to do is yearn more. How many more people are going to come that's going to be possessed that God's going to use you and use me so that they could get free? Anybody want to see more of it happen? Are you understanding what God wants to begin to do greater? But it takes us beginning to yearn for greater manifestation. You know, again, I want you to understand that God, we're, we're going to minister unto the God Almighty. And I just want to encourage you in this journey, take some time in your journey, men. Take some time. Some of you men can worship better than what you're given. I'm, I'm just sensing it by the Spirit of God. You can do a better job. I remember times when I would worship and I would begin to cry before the Lord and, and the devil would say, Boy, that's not a real good man. Because men don't cry. I grew up in, in a household that's like, tough it up, boy. Suck it up. You know, love wasn't one of those words that was talked about. It was like, you got food on the table. You got a roof over your head. Don't you know I love you? So what we have to learn and understand is we've got to see things from a different perspective of what God wants to do. See, again, we get the privilege of ministering to the Lord. We get the privilege. You know, how many understand that you don't like someone to come up, oh, man, you're just really good. I, oh, Kevin, you're just the best, man. Oh, man, we couldn't do it without you. Oh, you're just awesome. Oh, yeah, pretty soon you'd say, man, come on, tone it down, dude. Leave it alone. Leave it alone. But we serve a God that's so awesome. He's a deliverer. He's a, he's a transformer. He's a healer. Do you know he's worthy to be praised? Come on. Do, do you really know he's worthy to be praised? Do you know he's worthy to be ministered to? And see, this is the difference of what I want you to begin to get a hold of. See, I want you to think about this. If God enjoys what you're giving him, do you realize you're going to get the overflow back to you? Are you getting that? I mean, there have been times, you know, that I'll minister unto the Lord and just spend time praising and worship, and it's like I come out of that, that super booth, and I'm just like, you know, nothing can touch me. And, and you know, the word of the Lord tonight is just speaking to some of you. Some of you need to get alone with the Lord and minister to him so that he can bring supernatural revelation, supernatural strength to you. Because remember, again, 
That's when the Holy Spirit speaks. You know the Holy Spirit's got deals for you? You know the Holy Spirit's got parking spaces for you? I'm, I'm, I'm being honest. I remember one time there was a gentleman that, that you know, we, he was coming to the church at, at one time. And, and you know, uh, we were getting ready to go to the mall. And I said, watch what the Spirit of God do. We're going to get a good, good parking spot. And he goes, yeah, you're right. Sure, sure. Sure enough, we pulled up. He goes, that's a coincidence. I said, okay, cool. It's a coincidence. I said, you want to see it again? <laughs> yeah, right. And so a little bit later, we had to go somewhere, and all of a sudden, as soon as we pull up another place, man, this, op- this open door happened, and we had another spot up towards the front. He goes, huh, that's pretty lucky. <laughs> but, but here's my point. When you spend time ministering to the Lord, the, the Lord starts doing things for you that makes it easy. And that's why I think it's important that we understand and begin to do greater things along this journey. Are you with me tonight? Is this a good word? See again, my heart tonight that I, I pray that the Spirit of God gets on you, gets in you, and starts scratching at your heart and says, there's more you can do. There's more that you could come out of. There's more that you can be set free. There's even more that God can work through you if you'll yield yourself. And see again, how many understand that when God speaks through a man or a woman in the pulpit or in any discipleship in the house of God, what he's wanting to do is bring you up and out of and so that you can be in a position so the spirit of God can flow through you in greater measure because there's always going to be somebody coming in the house that needs a touch from you to come up out of because God brought you up out of. So therefore, he's going to use you if you yield yourself to him. Amen. Amen? So there again, we've got to realize this. God wants to take us deeper. And how many understand when, when we get into the house of the Lord, come on, isn't it time for we, you and I, to get real before God? I can't make it without him. Anybody know what I'm talking about? And again, why would I want to try to do it on my own? We have tried that. That's why we're here. Right? Amen? We tried to make the relationship work. It didn't work. Why? Because we needed Jesus to be the referee and be Jesus to transform hearts, our hearts, right? We need that common denominator to bring us together so that the vision. And see, this is what I want you to tell you, couples. The number one thing you need to realize if you're going to have long-lasting relationship is you got to keep Jesus fresh. You gotta, you're going to have to stop along the way. And I remember many times along the way in our marriage, you know, we would always minister to the Lord. Well, there are differences all the time. But there is one thing that never changes. The Lord Jesus the presence of God. And without that, we can't do anything. We can't get healed. We can't get saved. We don't know which way is up or down. But when the presence of God is present, man, it just changes the whole atmosphere where we go and what we do. Are you with me tonight? 
Is this a good word? So again, when we begin to fast, sometimes we got to take hours. I mean, when you miss a meal, you know, you figure 20 minutes you spend, you know, eating that meal. When you begin to fast, you're going to deprive that body of something that you desired, that you wanted. And, and, and when you get into the word of God, when you fast something, what happens is it makes you more sensitive to what God wants to do through your heart. And this is what they were doing. They were ministering to the Lord. They were fasting. And then that's when the Holy Ghost says, they're real. I need to show up and give them a word. I'm going to show them what they need to do. You know, that's the best time that I've learned when I've got rhema words from God for people and for myself is whenever I ministered unto the Lord and spent time. You know, not bringing glory to myself, but again, I came over, I, I stopped everything I was doing today and I spent time of prayer, preparation and worshiping God and worshiping God and worshiping God and going over the word and, and just meditating on it and saying, God, what do you want me to do? You know why I did that? Because what I want to do is pour my heart felt love of what God's done in me. Why? So you can come up out of where you come from and go to another level because remember the Spirit of God says he brings you from glory to glory, a here little, there little, and then he'll bring you into a realm where God can flow through you just as much. But see, do you understand that sometimes there's discipline in every one of our lives of what we have to yield to do? And I, I tell you, the neatest thing is that I've been praying for is God, help me see more to help your people. Could you imagine what this church would be like if you started praying, God, help me, help me see more so I can help your people? You think blind spots would go away? Yeah. You think you'd see more people in our families on fire? Yeah. You know, I was thinking about this. You know, some of you might know what I'm talking about. You know, I got a son in the military, and, you know, I get to talk to him periodically, not very much. You know, but one thing that I do know is very important for me as a leader, as a dad, as a father, is I need to minister to the Lord because you know what? Wherever that man is, whatever he's doing, he needs the strength of God. And where does the strength of God come from? He comes from those that are watchmen on the wall. Listen, we might not agree with what our kids are doing and where they're at, but how many understand that as we get wiser and we begin to understand how to minister to the Lord, that we can stand in the gap for them regardless of what they're doing? Do you realize that you got to crucify your flesh, quit talking about what they're not doing, and start getting on fire and ministering to the Lord so that God can move greater? They are crying out. They just don't sometimes like what we do. They don't want to admit they need help. Come on, amen? So again, there's areas that the Spirit of God wants to do and flow in our life. Let's go on. So we got to do this. Go over to Romans chapter 12, if you would, please. And he says, therefore, I urge you, I'm reading an Amplified Bible, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice, holy, well-pleasing to God, which is your rational 
act of worship. Worship. And do not be conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by progressively changed by the renewing of your mind so that you may prove what is the will of God is. That which is good and acceptable and perfect in the plan and pursuit for you. Okay? He urges you. Paul says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God. You think he just put that in there just, just to make it sound good? No. He's saying, wait a minute. It's time that you and I start checking our hearts out. Listen, checking our hearts out. And maybe we need to stop and say, God, I'm sorry. I've had a wrong heart, wrong attitude. Touch my heart. Please touch my heart. And here's the thing that I want you to get a hold of. You know the reason why God needs to touch our hearts? Because there's other people need their hearts touched. I'll be the first one to say there's times I need God to touch my heart. So I would hope that you would get your heart right, that maybe God might speak a word that sometime I might be in a dark place and then you can have a rhema word to come to me to encourage me and say, man, thank you, I needed that. I needed that, hallelujah. Man, keep it up, keep it up, keep it up. But there's sacrifices we have to learn to do. See, we're all, we're all gonna have to do this along the way and check our heart. You know, Think about it. There's many of us in this place that, you know, if we talk about sports, you know, you got to be careful because if you worship sports, you know what's going to happen? You're going to serve sports. You know, think, think about this. If you worship cars, you got to be careful about it. You know why? You'll serve cars. I know what I'm talking about. You know? There are times that, you know, growing up, you know, even along the way, even when we were married, man, if I had an extra $20, it's like, man, what can I get for this car? What can I get for that? And it's like, man, does it ever quit? Or same way with hunting, fishing. Oh, man, I got to get another pole. I get, well, you got 20 of them already. What do you need? Because, again, what's going on is you worship it, and if you're not careful, you can grieve the spirit of God because it's not the perfect will of God. That's how we do things in life to feel good. But I also found out another thing that you know what? You can worship God and get that same greater feeling that lasts if you learn to minister to the Lord. So again, we worship God and the will of God will begin to happen in life. See, we're here tonight, but you know why? Because we love God. Anybody love God in the house? You're really thankful to be in the house. You really support the vision of the house. You see how I'm asking questions? Because God wants to touch your heart. Where are you at? Because, see, we can sit in every seat in in the house, but yet... Maybe in our heart, we're not seated where we need to seat. Because God's always going to begin to come to you wherever you're seated. And he's going to say, can I expect a little bit more of you? He's never going to quit. The leaders are never going to quit teaching. 
They're going to continue to keep putting a call out for people to come in to go deeper of what the Spirit wants to do. Is this a good word? See, we're here to love him. We're here to love people. And we're here to like things. We need to be careful because so many days, so many times, we end up going, man, I love that pizza. Oh, man, that's the best. You know, we're, there's only two things that we're here to called to do. We're here to love God and love people and like things. The love of God should be shed abroad in our hearts because we love him. And we want to please him. We want to minister to him. We're going to practice it. How many understand the future is not fantasy? We're going to live forever. Amen? Go to Revelations, if you would, please. Chapter number seven. This is at the end of the book. So you shouldn't have a hard time finding it. In, in uh, verse number nine. Look, look what it says. It says, after these things I looked, and this is what I saw. A vast multitude, I'm reading an Amplified Bible, which no one could count, gathered from every nation, from all tribes, people, and languages of the earth, standing before the throne, before the Lamb, Christ, dressed in white robe with palm branches in their hands, And in a loud voice, they cried out saying, salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the lamb. Our salvation is Trinity's to give and to give and and to God, the Trinity, we owe our deliverance. How many know we owe our deliverance to the Trinity? Amen. And all angels angels were standing around the throne, around the 24 elders and four living creatures, and they fell to their face before the throne and worshiped God, saying, Amen, blessing, glory, and majesty, wisdom, and thanksgiving, honor, and power, might belongs to our God forever. Amen. Then one of the elders responded, saying to me, These who are dressed in a long white robe, who are they? And from where they come? And I said to him, Lord, you know the answer. And he said to me, these are the people who came out of the great tribulation and persecution. And they were washed. They washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the lamb. Hallelujah. Because of his atoning sacrifice. For this reason they are standing before the throne of God. And they serve him in worship day and night. And in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread the tabernacle over them. And shelter and protect them with his presence. Listen, do you see that? It says that they were washed in robes made of white in the blood of the lamb. Wow, I just sense the presence of God. And it says, worship it day and night. And we in the body of Christ sometimes have a hard time worshiping just maybe an hour a day. And we're going to worship him day and night. Man, I'm going to have to do some practice. Amen? 
I'm going to have to say, Lord, would you help me learn how to minister to you effectively? Lord, would you show me? See, you are going to live forever. Did you know that? Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm going to live forever. Come on, tell your neighbor, I'm going to live forever. You're going to leave that body and you're going to place of your choice of what you want. I'm going to heaven. Anybody going with me? Anybody excited going to heaven? But anybody excited to help change other people before we go? Come on. See, it takes a heart to begin to do that. See, we're all covered in the blood. How many understand that fits us just great? And I'm covered in the blood. Father, I want to thank you. Come on, just thank him right now. We're covered in the blood. Oh, we bless you today. We bless you today that we're covered in the blood right now. Thank you so much that you love us so much that you cover us in your blood. My, 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 my. Man, is he a good God. He's a good God. Glory to God. Glory to God. You know, tonight I want you to get caught up to have the heart of God that you can't do enough for him. Man, life's slipping by for each and every one of us. It's going by really fast. And you know, again, as you know, I think about this a lot and I, I hope you think about it too. You know, there are people that we know that's not serving God. They need you. There are kids that are not serving God, and you know them. There's some of your own. You know, the best thing you can do is, God, as I just step into this place and minister to you, I just want to thank you that you're always faithful. You're always faithful. Father, you remember when we used to worship together when the kids were little? Father, you're always faithful. You're always faithful. You're always faithful. You know, because remember, when God starts moving, it continues to move and 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 move. It never quits. There's prayers that we've all prayed that God's still moving on the scene, still going and reaching some people that you prayed for, you believed for. He's not going to quit. That's what he does. He continues to go. And I think there's sometimes we need to quit asking and we need to just stop and we need to grab those around us that love the Lord and we just need the Lord. We just want to minister to you and thank you right now for moving on our kids and moving on our family. We just want to thank you, Lord. Help me minister to you effectively, Lord, so that you can move great over them. I just want to praise you. I just thank you for the blood. I just want to thank you. I'm going to be around you day and night praising you. I'm going to lift you up, Lord. Lord, help me to be better at what I'm doing for your kingdom. Are you seeing the attitude of what God wants? See, all power comes from God. Amen? How many know God is fire? Do you know you're created in fire because you're a part of the heritage of what God wants? So again, we need to understand the, the move. Now let's go to the last scripture over here, and I want you to see this. How many are hungry here tonight? Amen? Anybody hungry? Revelation chapter 22, and verse number 3 through 5. It says, I'm reading in the Amplified. 
there will no longer exist anything that is cursed. Hallelujah. Whew. Glory. Glory. How many feel the presence of God right now? Because sin and illness and death are gone. And the throne of God and the Lamb will be in it. And his bondservants will serve and worship him with great awe and joy and loving devotion. Come on. How many of you come to church and just have this great awe of joy? How many really are glad that you get to come to the house of the vision that God's placed within the leadership and at all you get to stand in the presence of God because of the obedience of the servants that are here and you get to get a part of the vision that what God birthed in the leaders and you get to say, God, God, we give you the glory and honor for what you're doing in the midst of your house. And he goes on to say, and they will be privileged to see his face. Hallelujah. And his name will be on their foreheads and there will no longer be night. They have no need for lamp light or sunlight. Ha, ma, bere, tombre, shitatara, nombreka. Whoo, glory, glory, glory. Glory. Thank you, Spirit of God. It says, because the Lord God will illuminate them and they will reign as kings forever and ever. Come on, let's just stand and let's just minister to the Lord. Come on, come on, come on. That, that's worthy of giving glory now. Come on, Father, we just honor you tonight. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We're going to be there, Lord. Thank you so much for using us. Thank you so much for changing our hearts. Thank you so much, Lord. We honor you. Thank you so much, Father God, for what you've done in our hearts. Thank you so much, Lord. Lord, thank you so much for drawing us deeper. Thank you so much for using us. Thank you so much for helping us transform other people, Father God. Thank you so much that we're going to be in your glory forever and ever and ever ever and ever and ever. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. Lord, we minister you tonight. We give you the glory and honor. Thank you for your glory that's here. Thank you for your presence that's here, Father God. Oh, we magnify your name. We give you glory and honor. Thank you. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Glory to the Lamb. Come on. Lift up your voice. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Glory to the Lamb. Oh, we bless you tonight. We honor you tonight. We thank you so much that you called us. We thank you so much that you're renewing us. We thank you so much for your anointing present. We thank you so much for your spirit. Holy 
Ghost. We thank you so much that you're not going to leave us out. You're not going to leave us out. We're called according to your purpose. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Oh, bring glory to you, Lord. We bring honor to you, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you, Lord, for your love. We thank you for what you did with Jesus. We thank you tonight, Lord. Oh, be glory and honor. But be glory and honor. Oh, we magnify your name. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. We give you glory and honor. Glory and honor. My, 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 my. My, 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 my. Oh, you're welcome in this house, Holy Ghost. You're welcome in this house, Holy Ghost. Oh, touch our hearts tonight. Oh, touch our hearts tonight. Oh, touch our bodies tonight. Oh, touch our kids tonight. Oh, touch our families tonight, Father God. Oh, we bless you tonight. Oh, we give you glory. We'll never be the same tonight, Lord. Come on, we'll never be the same tonight. Tonight, Lord, we'll never be the same tonight. We bless you. We give you glory. We give you honor. Oh, you're worthy. Oh, you're worthy. Oh, you're worthy. Thank you, Lord. 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 Thank you, Spirit of God. You're worthy. Thank you, Lord. We bless you. We bless you. We give you glory and honor. We bless you. We give you glory and honor. Ma, yeah, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know, when I was, when I was preparing for the lesson a few days ago, the Spirit of the Lord showed me there was 12 people. That's what I saw. 12 people that had been having some nightmares some demonic things that have been trying to happen in your dreams. And I just, I just felt like the Lord told me to tell you that, yeah, it's demonic attack, and you have authority over that demonic attack. So when that thing begins to come, just begin to speak my word in the name of who I am, Jesus, and, and those things will diminish and go on because that spirit's trying to come to your house and trying to get you so you don't have perfect rest. Amen? So if you're here tonight and maybe you just want prayer along the line, you know, the, the ministers will be up here to begin to pray with you. Don't, don't leave. Listen, anytime the word of the Lord comes, it's to help you. It's to help bring you out. Help bring you over. And again, that's why ministers are here. Why? Our job is to bring you over. You know, it's so neat. You know, I, I was talking to one of the gentlemen that came down for prayer. He wanted to get filled with the Holy Ghost. He said he sought a whole bunch of other different churches, and this was the one that God led him because he needed the power, and he got filled. I said he got filled. Do you know you're going to get credit for that because you helped the atmosphere of God begin to move? Are you seeing what God wants to do? Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Well, every head bowed, every eye closed. We're in the presence of God here tonight, and, and you're here tonight, and you're not born again. Listen, please, 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 please. God's calling you. 
If you're not saved, he's calling you. He wants to bring you up out of where you've come from. He's got a new life for you. Just answer that call. We're here to help you. Glory to God. And maybe you're here tonight and, and you need to be filled with the Holy Ghost with the evidence of speaking in tongues. Glory, 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 glory. It's a free gift for the body of Christ and you can walk in it and have it free. If that's you here tonight, come and, and receive tonight. Maybe you're here tonight and you're struggling with, with an addiction or maybe you're struggling, you know, in, in sickness and, and you just need something to get off of you. You know, we're here to begin to minister and, and help you get through that. So, again, please, before you leave this service tonight, if there's anything you need to be fixed, anything you need to be mended, anything that you need to help forgive, anything that you need to, maybe tonight you need to say, Lord, you know what? You're dealing with me. I need to help minister to you more effectively. Maybe there's some areas that you've been holding back and God's saying, tonight's a time to change. Time's a, time, maybe you're here tonight and maybe you've not been sold out to the vision. How I many know that you can, you, you can get to the place and resist the vision of the house? And if you resist the vision of the house, the fullness of God can't do what he needs to do in your life. Right. Did you know that? The thing that I have found out long time ago, that when you're submitted to the house and the leaders, the blessings of God never stop flowing your way. Right. You want to have the blessings stop? is you start dragging your feet and, and resisting the vision of the house. And again, God will eventually release you because he's not going to stop other people from being touched because of your disobedience because he has a work to do on this earth. That's right. Isn't that a good thing? God wants to do greater things. Glory to God. Father, we just want to thank you tonight. Come on, let's just lift our hands right now and just again thank him for the word tonight. Father, we thank you tonight. We'll never be the same. We thank you tonight. We'll never be the same when we leave this house tonight, Father God. And Father, we just give you the praise and the honor and the glory for it all. In Jesus' name and everyone that's good ground said, amen. You're dismissed. Be blessed in Jesus' name.